hello and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast, shitty fluted podcast from your friends at GCT. That lovely noise you hear in the background will cite our friends at Shitty Flute. Eat your heart out, Mariah Carey. That's what I say. No theme music required today. So, today we have Robin. Christina. Hi. She's in a great mood. And Brian. Hello. So, Brian's trying to eat some lunch while we do this, so I was seeing if the music would make him choke for real, but apparently not. Uh, So, this is one of our uh, December holiday editions. Hang on, we're getting to the... Bring it home, Mariah. Isn't that so pleasant? So let's fade her. It's kind of what her vocal nodes make her sound like now. Pretty much. That thing that happens when you have nodes and you sing two pitches at once. (laughs) Applause from the uh, peanut gallery. I love it. So, so our normal gang on today's podcast will talk a little bit some holiday stuff. Mm -mm. I'm gonna call some of it Christmas stuff. So, you know, it's Christmas holiday, whatever. Um, so, and then we'll have some more normal features. But today we're going to start out with... Well, happy Hanukkah. It's the second day of Hanukkah. I was going to say, oh, okay. actually is Hanukkah. Right happy now. Hanukkah. When does yeah. Kwanzaa start? That's the day after Christmas. Yeah. Oh, the 26th. Okay. Well, that's also Boxing Day. Also so we'll Yule. celebrate that too. Um, so, thanks to everyone for joining us. We know one of you are listening. Uh, so... No. Hi, Mom. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening to Robin. Uh, this is part of her lifelong 15 minutes of fame. Uh, so the first feature today we're going to talk about is what I will scientifically call favorite holiday shit. And we'll come back to this uh, at different times, but wanted to get the panel's uh, ideas on some things. So we'll start with our first three today. So let's assume for this first one and, well, in the second one too, that COVID is not happening. There's yeah. no pandemic. So everything's normal. It is. It's all a hoax. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) There's plenty of churches in this country that will tell you this. Um, And that you don't need a vaccine because why? There's no disease. (laughs) Silly willies. So if things were normal, Mm. who would be relative or friend? Who's your favorite person at a Christmas gathering to have to sit and talk to? And I'm being serious. Who's the favorite one? Well, lots of thoughts. I don't. Because well, I, we I, I know mine. Well, we have a kid's table in okay. our family. So I would Do just you still sit, have to sit at it? Well, <laughs> let's talk about how all of us are not making new kids. So the kid's table is <laughs> oh, just a bunch of adults now. And those are my favorite people. Who aren't making kids. Not yet. I think one of us might end up making kids. It's not me. Spoilers. Okay. Cool. Robin or Brian? Mine's my one cousin. I only have one first cousin. We one have a re- first cousin. We have a really, oh, really, really small you. family. Yeah. So my one first cousin. First small too. And um, he. Uh, Wish I could trade some he's cousins. He's about in. five years younger than me, and uh, we used to get in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> Go out to the horse barn, do all kinds of stuff. Um, so y'all can tell funny stories and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, most of them. Yeah. That's cool. Brian? I can't. I just, after ahead. podcast, no post podcast. Okay, stories. good. Post, <laughs> yeah, outtake stories. Yeah. Nice. Ryan, what about you? Uh, probably Arya, my daughter, because she's Aww. quite entertaining. Wow. But you're not she the love the... of her life. No, clearly not. No, Eileen's no. the love of her life. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's just that's get that fair. right right now. Eileen's the love of everyone's life that yes, needs her. Yes, she I is. agree with that totally. And she loves to share her alcohol, which is great. She's good. Um, she's a good one. Because we don't all share. No. Um, not all the time, at least. Mm-mm. Not the good stuff. Mm-mm. So, here's your next one. Again, assuming we're normal gatherings and whatnot. But you don't have to be at a gathering for this one. Uh, in the category favorite holiday shit, what's your favorite dessert? Ooh. Everybody's got one of these. That's hard. Well, 
I'm into the cookies. So, the cookies. yeah. You know what? I'll bring you some. I'm going to bake. I, I'm going to bring a thing of cookies up well, here, what too. What kind of I'll cookies are we talking about? Like the dance cookies? Well, or chocolate I mean, chip? Or? I, like, that's like my thing. Every year is I make like a buttload. But the big, the big one, the important one that I get heckled for all the time is I make dessert empanadas. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. yeah. Why would you get heckled for that? Oh, no, no. Like, if I don't make them, they, they ride. Oh, okay. Um, I do the stereotypical peanut butter with a Hershey kiss on top. Mm. Those are good. Do you, I, I'm those. seeing your face there, and I don't, I don't feel you're butter. as impressed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to rewind that. Uh, pecans. <laughs> I made peanut mm. brittle, and then I made bourbon mm. pecan brittle. Ooh, yum. Well, and we have last weekend. I no, just, oh, so you made it last weekend. I, no, no, any, no, huh? I'd like to just say I just realized <laughs> that I left it on the counter. Mm. And how about I bring uh, some up tonight? Thanks. Yeah, how about it? That would be great. I'm going to make a Yule log Better this year, too. Better late than never. I'll say about It's going to be my, it my first attempt at one. Log. It's going to be really hard, and I'm excited. A hard Yule log. A hard <laughs> log. Yeah, I like the Christmas cookies, too. Um, um, I mean, you can, yeah. why, you can dip an Oreo in white chocolate and have Nirvana. Yeah, dude. But I mean, I, I dig most cookies. I mean, I, I I will say I do like the uh, the old school little sugar cookies in the blue bin. And, yeah, the dance. You know, yeah, those yeah. are awesome. And I like getting the old Christmas popcorn bin and all that stuff. My favorite did, dessert is. Did you like cheese butter and caramel, or would you oh, only eat one? Yeah. There's okay. not much I wouldn't eat of it. So <laughs> just look at me. Um, you my, look spelt. No, I don't. And Dansky. I don't uh, Dansky. I look like that. A big <laughs> sugar cookie. Um, I, I would say mine is a. Uh, my mom makes a, uh, and it's my older son's favorite too. Makes a chocolate cake with uh, the white butter. She makes white buttercream icing. Mm, yeah. And it's the double layer cake, and yeah. it's the perfect amount of richness the way she makes it. Are yeah. you guys British Bake Off people? Oh yeah. That has really inspired it. me to do more of that stuff. It's so much stuff. fun. Do you did you out, see do you the get da- fondant out and make no, because I don't th- I don't like they don't do talk. a lot of that. Yeah. But they had the Dairy Girls on last week. Oh, really? From the that was the funniest one I've ever seen in my whole oh. entire life. It was a Christmas special. That's fun. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I'm watching the latest season right now. Oh, um, nailed it! Funny. funny too. Yeah. Do you like? Are you a sweets person, Brian? No, I'm not. I didn't He's think not. you were. No, no. But do you have a favorite Christmas dessert? Chex Mix. That's sorry, fair. That, I blew my mic. <laughs> sorry. You did blow your mic. I'm it's... sorry. That was. <laughs> well, the bus is coming by to get her any minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that Chex, was hilarious. I mean, my mom I makes a really Chex good Chex homemade Chex Mix every year, though. That's like a legit Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. I like Chex Mix. Do you uh, like all parts? Like, do you even eat like the pretzels and the Brazil do you pick, nuts? Do you pick anything out? Left? Are you one of those people that pick stuff out? Of the um, I prefer to make my own, so then yeah. I can put the stuff in I like. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. I will say I'm not crazy about the little cheesy, nutty things that are in there sometimes. Yeah. They look like little bananas and stuff. Uh, oh, maybe. those are like the little like sesame stick-like things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they usually have some kind of weird those flavor Those are yummy, yeah. Sesame sticks by themselves are great. Hmm. Um, well, this is inspiring but, me because I have not made Chex Mix in a long time because this hasn't felt like a single holiday s- season. My sure, grandmother yeah. used to make Chex Mix with just Chex, basically. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was just Chex. It wasn't Mix. Uh, and would just coat everything in melted chocolate bark. I would say, yeah, you get the oh. sweet Chex and Mix the and the savory. Trash. See, so I, I don't like, like a... the sweet kind. I like the savory. No, I love yeah. the chocolate Chex Mix. You like just the Worcestershire and the butter. Oh, and cayenne. You got to put cayenne. Oh, yeah. He likes a little hat. Yeah, that would be just put a little, everything. He likes his hard log spicy. It's important. Uh, see, uh, the, the kind of make uh, celery salt, black pepper, Worcestershire sauce, cayenne. Can we have yeah. a cooking podcast? Sure. Okay. T- I want. I only want to talk to people about what. They but cook. you don't eat peanut butter. That's what I, I was going to make this I don't. weekend. We got to do the Chex Mix. I don't. I have two like weird food things. What are it's they? Peanut butter, okay. and I am very allergic to bananas. Hey, me sucks too. Because I lo- really I hate bananas. Oh, oh air my five. god. I love them. And every once yeah. in a while I will like brave it and eat one and get horribly sick. No, I get super <laughs> sick from bananas and I thought I was alone. Nope, it sucks. I, I hate sick it. They're nasty. Yeah, every time every once in a while I'll like Can't eat some eat some but banana pudding anyway and I'll just get really sick. Yeah, and you'll just be like I'm going to tell you. Like, this is my day. Competition of desserts or just anything. 
Well, I just think we just maybe do, we just plan like on really... doing this with food next time. Why don't we just all bring in desserts and Ooh. eat? Or Chex Mix. Instead of having a competition. We are all winners. Yep. Mm, That's the not best everyone's part. a winner, though. Hmm. I'll, uh, I'll make some Chex Mix and bring it in next week. Okay. Assuming yeah. I get my I'm debit gonna, card in. I do plan to bring some empanadas up here at yeah. some point. Sorry, I stole that yeah. from you. And you Day seven it. with no debit card. It's great. What? Why? <laughs> God. They overnight they, those things usually. Not at Bancor South, they don't. His is five to ten business days. I'm thinking. Yeah, mine was too. Flown in by carrier pigeon for his. So he banks with you know some old bank or something. So since we've been speaking of like cards, since we've been home, you know, working from home, excuse me, in my yes. corporate job. Um, my corporate card expired because I haven't been traveling. Oh. I haven't been buying anything, oh, you know. So I, it came in and I didn't, uh, I lost it and all this stuff. So I called the, the number on the back of it to get another one sent to me. And I love to really treat those people like they're humans. And so this guy's like, you know, community bank, what can I do for you? Making up the bank. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, this whole COVID thing. I never, just tell me the address. Where do you want me to send it? And I was like, peace out, man. Yeah. Peace out. Good customer service there. Yeah. I was just trying to be nice. At least he's got to keep his average talk time down. I guess that's what it was. was Just tell me the address. mm. Some call center type humor there. Um, So the last one for today is uh, your favorite special, not recurring. Well, I don't say recurring. Not a series. It's your favorite special Christmas TV show. It comes on every year or it's new. And if anybody says The Live Grinch with Matthew Morrison... Not a movie, but a special Christmas show. Like your favorite, your yeah, favorite, like Frosty. Favorite Christmas viewing. The real Grinch show or something. Not a movie. Oh. It's a TV show. Oh, we'll wow. do movies at some point. So my, I'll, I'll go. My favorite thing during the holiday season is when they start doing all of the year-end memoriams and the wrap-ups at the end of wow. the year. That's one I haven't thought of. That's my so. favorite. That's my favorite. Is that Christmas? It's really though? funny. It's holiday. It's more like a year-end. I don't even want to call it a celebration. All right, then Santa Claus coming to town. Peace okay, out. Okay, that's fine. What about you? I really enjoy animated Grinch, thirty-minute Grinch. I, that's a good one. A lot. I like that one. Can't really think of any other like episodes that are holiday themed that I'm really, really into. That's ice bag breaking. Like, yeah, the bartender's point. Sound quality of this is going to be excellent. Yeah, I know. The answer is clearly Rudolph, but I I don't know what the rest of you guys are thinking. I do love Rudolph, Rudolph Rudolph too. The claymation. It's claymation. You are wrong. um, Hate it. It's not claymation. It's those two guys. With the abominable snowman. It's delightful. So here's the deal. I'm with you on that. Rudolph was bullied, and I feel it glorifies that. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna let you I, I don't see that at all. But, yeah. Feels a, mm, Good debate topic. I, if Rudolph were written today, it might have a, a little bit more tender of a handling of bullying, but I don't think it. I do think it's still cautionary. It's it is a cautionary tale. Yeah, and at least I didn't kill his mom. You know. <laughs> yup. <laughs> True that. Mine is probably a tie between Animated Grinch and Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm. I just like the Charlie Brown one, and Charlie was definitely bullied. Yeah. So by by so so you know there's a few things we don't see in Charlie Brown from a socioeconomic yeah. dynamics. How much therapy Charlie um, ends up in? Is he bullied by everyone or is Lucy more the antagonist there? Well, I think it's it's more than just Lucy. It may not be everyone, but it's more than just Lucy because you know You're a block cat, Charlie. Like Brown. when he walks in and uh that's the pouring of alcohol oh that we're God. out of that bottle. Going deep on that one. When Violet says, "Boy, are you stupid, Charlie Brown?" Yeah, that. Yeah, that's wrong. So, I, I think it's Lucy definitely uh, instigates. So. Yeah. She's the Scut Farkas of the crew. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, and everybody else is kind of the Grover Dill behind him. So, so Linus is kind yeah. of the only one that doesn't really bully him. Even Snoopy bullies him. No, Linus is um, very much acceptant of who he is. Yeah. And uh, maybe the self-actualized one. Linus is a bartender at some point. Yeah, Pigpen kind of gets bullied too. Yeah. yeah. He does need a bath. Even though he's clearly hot for Frida, who doesn't dig his dirt flying everywhere with her naturally curly hair. Hmm. So, 
That's why I say there's so many themes that are just so topical in Charlie Brown. And the Grinch, too. That's a good point. So... There are plays of all these. Yeah. And uh, it is, is hilarious there that there a are. a stage play for the Christmas one? Yeah, there is. Because yes, we know looked at it. Good man. Oh, you did? Is yeah. there... Charlie Brown? The Herald did it yeah. two years ago. Yeah. It's really short. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because Roland, Roland was a reindeer at the end of it. So. Yeah. Brian it's also expensive. That's what Linus ended up as, a bartender. I'll tip you on Venmo later. Oh, okay. Hey. At GCT, come play. When you hear the cha-ching mm-hmm. on Brian's phone, mm-hmm. you'll know that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, we'll have three more next time we do a pod. So let's move on to our next feature, and this is uh, this is pretty much geared toward Christmas itself. Um, although there are plays and things like that for Hanukkah and I didn't look up any for Kwanzaa. There may be. I don't know. But we're going to talk about Christmas theater bracketology. Oh. We didn't see this tournament. These were I put these into Excel and said randomly put them in pairings. Are these best or worst? These are best. Okay, cool. Your idea is the best. Cool. But there were many websites who labeled these consistently the best. Okay. So, except for one that, of course, I took liberties and threw it in there. Just for fun. Uh-oh. Uh, and it's a mix of musicals and plays. All right. I'm ready. So a lot of times you're going to have a play go up against a musical. Got a lot of opinions about holiday crap. <laughs> so the question is for this bracket, which one of these two would you rather sit through? Mm. So it could be you love them both or you hate them both or one's clearly the one, yes, I want to watch that. I don't want to watch the other one. Right, right. So, and these, again, these were randomly selected. All right. Robin, are you ready? I'm back. Yes. Did I miss anything? Googling things? No, I was tipping. You were in here the whole I, time. I was sending <laughs> you Brian. heard all the words. I just sent Brian a tip. What did you put tip? as description? Oh. Because uh, he's a bitch? Just the tip. That's what I always put. Just the tip. I like that. Okay. I salute you for that all answer. Right. That's good. <laughs> really, I didn't. That's uh, good. This one may not make it if, to the if, website. If you no, that really one didn't. It. it was the... Uh... There'd be ample bleeping opportunities for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean I'm, we've only said shit like five times it's, yeah we're, we're approaching past yet. pj well, P, pg 13 pj 13 you want a pg 13 she can't say f-bombs more than three times um so Such a which weird one rule. which one would you rather sit through oh, thanks it was just five dollars but i'll do one no it's here's good. here's your first uh pairing the play version of Best Christmas Pageant Ever, mm. which we've done here, versus Holiday Inn. <gasps> so, quick question. Yeah? Does it have the Abraham part in Holiday Inn or no? All right. Whichever Don't get mad at me. Is. What is Holiday Inn? Oh, It's White Christmas, except... It's- Basically. Oh. No, it's, it's the not. White no, it's thing. not. It is every it's, holiday, and it has Fred school. Astaire in it, it's and it's black school. and okay. white, and it's got this. The White Christmas Brian's was actually written for Holiday Inn. Gotcha. Cool. When you're burdened gotcha, down, gotcha. Thank you. So, I'd rather watch. I haven't seen some of these either. So. I'd rather watch Best Christmas Pageant ever because I find that play to be delightful. Okay. Even as a non-religious person. Holiday Inn. Oh, Brian gets to break the tie here. Patrick. Hey, yo. Okay. Yeah. He said, take your holiday in and Sorry. stuff it. I am resending my tip. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the tip off, huh? I was going to say something else. But I won't. That was funny. <laughs> I thought so. Hmm. Uh, so, next one. This is interesting. I, I swear this got paired randomly together, and it made me laugh. The play versus the musical version of A Christmas Carol. Oh. And there's many adaptations of the play. Play, and this probably. Is, this is the musical, the Alan Menken Christmas Carol? Yes. Musical? Yes. Oh. Give me the musical all day long and twice on Saturday. Okay. It's, you said it, the play? it is a beautiful I'm adaptation a, of that look, script. Look, my ideal death. Christmas Carol is always Muppet Christmas Carol. So I. <laughs> well, that's, a, which that's counted as a movie. Which so one's shorter? 
play? Um, the musical is less than 90 minutes. Yeah, mm. I think the musical's shorter. All right, musical then. They're both Thank pretty you. short, though. The play's not that long. It's about an hour and a half. <laughs> is there tradi- I haven't seen the Alan Menken one that you're talking about. I played about. Scrooge in it. Is there, it's very fun. Is there traditional Christmas uh, music in that, or is everything original? It's... It's very Disney. I think, mean, yeah. Think Beauty and the Beast style Christmas Carol music. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna that's have to do the musical too. That's a lot of British accents for just the play. Okay, so that's the tiebreaker. I'll say I think the musical is deplorable. Um, Boo! But that's because I am not an Alan Menken fan. So what? No. What did he do to you? He that's... wrote the tenor one part in Beauty and the Beast. Okay, um, yeah, well, okay, that's a grudge. So, sing baritone then. I don't know what to tell you I about your allowed. life. Someone whose name rhymes with Jeff sing, Brewer said, "Sing you in not, your I range." Better not catch you singing tenor two. So, um, it was me and one of the person singing tenor one, and that tenor one part is. That's like someone saying, "You'll get." That's like someone saying, "Hey, you can be a size six. It's like someone holding a grudge. Or only that role is for a size six, and me being upset about Ooh, it. Oh, I have a that triggered a story that is right. That not out. we're not going to say on this podcast. Another out by the way. So save that for the blooper <laughs> reel. Because really, I'm just a size seven. So, yeah. so this is where we start to come minor. at least to one show where I, I, I was telling Brian about this yesterday about this feature a little bit, and there are shows in here that, frankly, again, I haven't seen all these shows either, but. Mm. When you look at websites, several of them classify them as a Christmas show. Even though I would look at, I looked at them and saw, oh, it's like set at that time, or it's got a Christmas song in it. Huh. And people say, oh, that's a Christmas show. Hmm. I don't know about that. So, mm-hmm. it's a Wonderful Life, which is clearly a Christmas show, versus Mame. No, that's not a Christmas show. Exactly. That's what yeah. I thought. But Just we like need a people say Christmas. Mame is a Christmas show. But in that song from it, we need a little Christmas right this very minute? I don't know. It is, by the way. I've um, heard music from Mame, but not that one. I don't consider that to be a Christmas show, though. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Apparently she does. No, I don't, but I, that, that song is from there. Yeah. Okay, I believe you. I'm not um, doubting that. Um, it's not a good song. I'll say I, I hate the music I've Hall heard from Mame down is awful. the hallway. <laughs> I can totally hear, yeah, uh, I, I won't say who, but I can hear someone hey-o. in this local community singing um, every song in that show and being I totally into it. Guess, well, I mean, It's a Wonderful Life is definitely the winner of that one. Yeah, right? I, think, I think that yeah. one's a, Great. that's a steamroll. Yeah, well, Mame, you got trucked yeah. on that one. So here's a good one. I know where Brian's probably going to go with this. And let's throw in a plug. Miracle on 34th Street versus Annie. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, you don't even have to say. I know where your vote's going. Can you just say Annie one more time? Annie. Annie. (laughs) (laughs) I have a real... I'll throw the fart noise in there, too. Cue fart. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It needs to be a bigger one. I go. did not know that Annie was ever considered a Christmas show. Yeah. It, it has Christmas I, in it. Again, the, I don't find it to be actually a Christmas show, but it takes place at Christmas. I had no idea. Yeah. I just don't So would anybody it's... vote for Annie at all? No. You if know, you would, okay. you're not allowed to see let Miracle me, on 34th Street Let me here. put a caveat in here okay. by saying maybe before this year, I maybe would have picked Annie. But I think now I would not. Okay. Um, I would pick Miracle. I feel like yeah. I want to dive into your response and peel back <laughs> some of those layers. Well, number one, I don't super hate when it's done well. I don't super hate Annie as a show. And number two, I have in general found Miracle on 34th Street to be horribly boring in the past. Until you directed it, yeah. Uh, what? Well, but I think my, my kids are a lot cuter but, and, and, um, and think, better than a lot of people that have done the job. Thank you, so. thank you. My son's in it, but um, I don't know. I'm gonna. This it's is also horrible. shorter. I don't want a rich savior. Yeah, like shorter. Indiana. That's the best part. I don't want a rich bald savior. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a rich Poor bald so savior. Mature. Annie. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't Indiana. disagree with that at all. Don't need him. Okay. I'm so glad that this podcast is just for us today. 
I, I, I like where all this is going. What I'm going to say is some people are really contributing, and some of us are playing fart noises. <laughs> just just say it one more time. Say it one more time for me. Annie. Oh my. How about Annie 2? Annie Warbucks. <laughs> Since we explored that in the sequels. God. Oh, man. Moving on. Please. So, this one's a tough one for me, but I, I mean, I know where I go. Not the fart noise. It's oh my god, you're fired. <laughs> wow. We have derailed. <laughs> Brian's face is, man is, Brian's woo. face is absolutely like weeping. We are known for our scatological humor okay. here. So, oh, oh, man. White Christmas. You do know White Christmas, right? Yeah. You know White Christmas, right? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's a holiday in on a train. White Christmas versus a Christmas story. White Christmas. How dare you? I don't find that one to be hard at all. I don't. Christmas story. Interesting. You keep grabbing that mic stand. We're going to hear all this boom, boom, boom noise in there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brian's going to fart on you. I'm gonna have to go because I, I really like the music in, in White Christmas. So, I'm although Christmas in our story. yeah, I mean it's although I'm if you drive by our house, Irving Berlin. <laughs> if you drive if you drive by our house, it's decorated for Christmas, and what that means is Ralphie is in one window and the leg lamp is in the other. See, uh, why aren't Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye in the window then, huh? Because I don't <clears throat> think Bing Crosby was actually a good person. Oh, he was not a good person. He was just That's highly sure. talented. Okay. Hey, oh, I broke ooh. the tie at two, too. Let's um, have a podcast about those people. Thank you. Oh, we'll talk about Sean Connery. We'll call next. it the typically deplorable podcast from GCT. <laughs> you have led a terrible life. So, so, so tired. I'm just exhausted. So, here's the next one. I know. That's, uh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. A tuna Christmas, which hmm. I've never seen, versus Rent. No, Rent's not a Christmas show. I absolutely agree, and several December websites said, yes, it is. December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know, it is in the very beginning. I know, I know when that play, play takes place, but it's the same thing. It's it's not a Christmas show. It's not what it's about. I mean, Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie. Okay, than Brent, so Christmas this is show. what I find really funny about this entire conversation so far. And I've been sitting on that egg because you have refuted all of your claims all my about claims? Die Hard the last time no. we talked about this. No, no. Which was last week at Christmas story. Here we go. But uh, uh, We're going to come back to that debate. I have that in my topics for another podcast. Oh, God. I don't want to debate it. Is it really a Christmas movie? That's going to be one of our discussions. Uh, we can what was the other disagree. one that wasn't rent? I don't even remember. A Tuna Christmas. Yeah, Tuna Christmas is actually pretty good. It's funny. Isn't it like the second of three shows? Yeah. There's more than three. Yeah, it's yeah. one of, one of them's. I haven't seen it, uh, but it, it's just funny. the name says Christmas show. Red, white, and tuna is another one. It's, yeah. it's yeah. pretty, it's a cute little show. So here's the next one. Meet me in St. Louis, or Louis, Louis, yeah. versus the Santa Land Diaries. Oh, Santa, Santa Land, Land Diaries. Come on, get out of here yeah. with that St. Louis garbage. Kevin, love you. Ding, 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 goes the trolley. Well, you don't like that <laughs> That's <song>? another deplorable <laughs> show. <laughs> and sitting through it at a local theater is much worse than watching it on yeah. Aww. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's on the season next year, by the way, guys. Oh, is it a student production now? No. Meet me in St. Louis for Christmas. That's there you doing. go. Incorrect. No. No. <laughs> That's Christina false. Christina just handed in her false advertising. Shows. Christina, um, you've got to figure out how to get a trolley on our stage. Absolutely not. Don't listen to this this uh, fart obsessed man. It's not he happening. Know the territory. So. Um, so here's the last one. Yeah. Elf. Versus D. Snyder's rock and roll Christmas tale. What in the actual hell is that? Who is D. Snyder? Who is D. Snyder? <laughs> Wait, you just got to tell me who it is, and then I'll probably know Lead him. Lead singer of Twisted Sister. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh. Come on. Elf forever. Don't Elf. Make that I just had to throw that in there. Elf, Goodbye. Elf, I saw Elf. that it's an actual show. Wait a minute. Like, really? Twisted Sister didn't sing, I don't even know. They sang, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to no, Party. No, that's the Beastie no. Boys. Who's saying you got a five year ride to party? The Beastie, the Beastie Boys. Boys. Who's saying don't eat nothing but a good time? No. That's uh, Poison. Well, guess uh, what? What the hell did Twister Sister sing? 
We're not going to take it. Uh, oh. Good time. Good time. And we're back. Uh, we were we had a little interruption there. Somebody came in, but we're back now. We were talking about uh, Twisted Sister and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So we got through the first round of the Bracketology. We're going to now finish that. So now we're down to the final eight, the quarterfinals. Again, this is which Christmas theater show would you rather sit through? Yeah. So... In the quarterfinals, the first matchup is Best Christmas Pageant Ever the Play versus Christmas Carol the Musical. Christmas Carol the Musical. Pageant. Christmas Carol Musical. All right. Oh, man. So. I love uh, that show. Christmas Carol the Musical. Um, I already gave my opinion on that one. Uh, here's, a, here's a classic matchup. It's A Wonderful Life versus Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, Play versions. There's some. I mean, people. Some people probably think fighting words of these shows. Miracle is probably shorter, so we're gonna go with that. Definitely shorter. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with miracle. (laughs) Well, lighter, a little shorter. Life. I think the story overall is better. I don't disagree with that. Where's the money, Billy? Thinking about my attention span. (laughs) Oh, oh, Billy! Billy, what? 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 What'd you do with the money? So, next one is A Tuna Christmas versus A Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Story? I don't have very strong opinions on that one. Okay. And then... Can you still do fa-ra-ra-ra-ra-ra these days, or...? Mm. Uh, I don't know if you can. I don't think well, it's probably appropriate. Well, you physically can, but I don't know if you should. Mm-mm. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. There's some things. There's, There's a lot of insensitive There is some missing sensitivity spots. in that show. We can just call her racist. It's racist. It, it is. Wrapped up in a nice little American bow, though, right? With um, guns. Which is also... The final match, <laughs> the Santa Land Diaries versus Elf. 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 How did these get matched? Elf. Randomly. Elf. She's picked Elf. Santa Land Diaries. I mean, I have to. <laughs> Elf. Okay. Yeah. Sensing a theme here. Sucker. So now we're in the semifinals. A Christmas Carol the Musical versus Miracle on 34th Street. Christmas Carol the Musical. He's voting against the show he's producing here. Interesting. Yep. How about you, Christina? I'm still going to pick Miracle because I think it's shorter. Okay. I mean, I love a short show. There's good music, so, you know, whatever. I, I don't have anything to compare. I haven't Usually seen he it. has a great appreciation for the shorter show. Oh, I love so. the shorter show. I just oh, know that... they're both under 90 minutes. I'm going to go with the one yeah. I'd rather sit through. I'd much rather sit through Christmas Carol the Musical. I just I just genuinely find myself every time I watch any Christmas Carol going, is it the Muppets? I wish it was the Muppets. Like with John Denver, <laughs> Where is Kermit? Too? Yeah, I just yeah. wish it was the Muppets the yeah. whole time. Where's Gonzo? Um, Where's Beaker? Even if it's good, I mean, it can still <laughs> waka, be good, waka. and I can still just wish it was the me, Muppets. Me, 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 me. Swedish Chef. Bunsen um, Honeydew, Beaker's boss. So. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. I, I can't believe Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. While we're speaking of Muppets, but I'm gonna have to go Christmas Carol. I think. Yeah, okay. it's fair. So we'll make sure to tell your son that you just. Voted his show. I'm, I'll tell him later and be like, your mom hates your yeah. show. Y'all are she rude. Said, <laughs> she said she doesn't even want to watch <laughs> this. She said she wishes you were in Christmas but Carol. But that was instead. like not even. What, <laughs> Miracle on 34th was not even the original show pre COVID. Nope. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. And that's all I'm going to say about it's that. It's okay. Okay, good. You don't need to. Okay. It was a vast improvement. Sorry, sorry Um The other semifinal. A Christmas Story versus Elf. 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 Easy peasy. Elf! Uh, damn all of you. Um, it's not my jam. Elf. It's just not. A I don't Christmas know why. Carol the Musical versus Elf. This is the final. Elf. Elf. Well, it doesn't matter what you vote. They just voted you yeah. out. So. Might as well just shut I them mean, out. I mean, what's Goodbye, funny, so Elf. they You're had the, musical, the movies that, out. on Netflix, they had the movies that made us, you know? Yeah. They just did I an saw. Elf one. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so good. It's a little treat for myself. So good. want to have some downtime. And just the stuff about J- James Caan is hilarious. Jimmy Caan. Best. Jimmy Caan. All right. So Elf Best. takes the bracket. Yay. So they win... 
a year's supply of rubber What do bands. we win? Oh, you just said it. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't get it out They're fast in the enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> as as winner of the bracket, should we perhaps do that show soon? Possibly. Yeah. I could see that. Christina, would you like to direct Elf next Christmas? No. No. <laughs> What if I, I what if after all that voting for it, I was like, nah, I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, honorable mention would be Santa Land Diaries, I think. I yeah. think so. How about yeah. that show? What if we did both? At the Ooh. same time? Yeah. You mean in rep? <laughs> I do. Hmm. That's what I mean. Sounds like that, an idea. That sounds like a good idea. We should do it, guys. Let's do it. I vote I don't know, yes. guys. All right. I vote yes. I reply all. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. And the sheets better have the hole in it. Yes. So... All right, so moving on to my regular feature, which is crazy theater stories. Uh, this one, to to be of, I guess, equal service, I'll say. That's not the right way to say it. But, uh, I found some that were Hanukkah-themed. Probably mispronouncing it. but So there's a couple of these. There's a one and a two. So they're called You Hana Can't Win, one and two. And they're from Retail USA, so these are not necessarily theater, per se. Uh, Most customers I get appreciate being wished a Merry Christmas and wish me one in return, which I thank them for. I get one rather aloof customer in my register. I say, there you go, ma'am, and Merry Christmas. Customer sneers and says, I'm atheist. I don't celebrate Christmas. Very excitedly, with a big smile, I say, I'm Jewish, neither do I. She stares at me blankly. I say, Merry Christmas anyway. She's confused and flips me off and leaves. That seems so. like that person is a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, don't you think? I think so. Who knows the grumpy You know, if someone like wished to me a happy Ramadan... Which typically doesn't happen. Would you just say thanks? Um, I'd say thank you. Yeah, or thanks. I'd say thanks. Or I'm um, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Be like, thank you. Though that yeah. being said, I try to like, unless I know what that person celebrates, I try not to specify. So you could also do that. Yeah. A little bit of both. Have a nice day. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yohanna can't win part two. My boss is finishing the transaction at the register. The customer in front of us has been rude and difficult the entire time she's been in the store. I'm on the register next to her looking something up for another customer. My boss says, thank you for coming in today and have a happy holiday. Lady's face goes beet red and she starts yelling. This is in all caps. You say Merry Christmas. I am Christian. This is America. And God D it. You say Merry Christmas. Oh, I thought you weren't supposed to say that. Living our truth, man. Living I didn't say douchebag. Living our uh, truth. My boss's eyes go go wide, and he says, "Ma'am, please stop yelling." I will not stop yelling. Customer turns to me and says, "You must agree with me." I say, "Ma'am, I don't really have any say in this." Customer says, yelling, "You will agree with me." I say, "Ma'am, you misunderstand. I'm Jewish." The customer looks at my boss, and then looks at me, and as and then storms out. My boss says, have I told you lately that I love you? That seems very inappropriate at work. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. There's, There's a, lot. a lot of inappropriate. There's a lot to story. unpack here. Yeah. Not the greatest stories, but they're no. Hanukkah themed. and I didn't want to just go all Christmas. So. I just, I, you know, I've We're just recently, I've just gone ahead and embraced the secular secularism in Christmas and be done yeah. with it. And, and embrace Santa and Frosty. And and sa- and then say, hey, look, there's a religious component that is part of our lives. That yes, is the root of the word Christmas. Yep. But for Christmas Eve this year, we're going over to my Sikh friend's house, Ooh, and wow. we are going to. She's cooking Indian food, <gasps> and I'm Ooh, cooking um, traditional. Yeah. You know what we do. And we're going to share it, and, and we're calling it Diwali Christmas, which that sounds Diwali fun. is not even Sikh anyway. Non-Christian food. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. So, okay. but and but she's like, hey, and she puts up a Christmas tree. It's yeah. cultural for her. Yeah, I think that's it's, great. It's a little bit both. Yeah, it just kind of depends. That sounds like a great idea. Also, we could dig really deep into Christmas just being stolen from the pagans well, it's because a it's pagan Yule anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a, every like a Christmas tree. Every Christian holiday is yes. like a stolen pagan holiday. So, so 
that's always my response when someone has something cute to say about Christmas and the reason for the season. Well, like, do you still, mean Yule? Yeah, dope. It is. Um, the movies are way better. Come back to us, Halloween. Uh, so, on the theme of craziness, you just stuck your head all over the mic. Oh. Nobody can touch mm. that mic now. It's COVID. Uh, <laughs> we're on to Robin's random banana road fire thoughts of the day. Mm. So, what are your random thoughts? How many drinks in are you? Enough to tell you that when I was 18. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, the music's and, getting very uh, here. When I was 18 and working in Branson, Missouri. The hotbed of atheism. Yeah, I got stuck in a brontosaurus costume for eight hours. Wow. Yeah. Like literally stuck or they made you wear it for eight hours? Like they made me wear it. Okay. I was 16 feet tall. It was it was one of those things where you had a manned person inside of an inflatable. And I was working for the Outback Steakhouse. I was dressed as a brontosaurus with a bib that said, I love steaks. <laughs> Ironic since the brontosaurus was vegetarian. Now. You could have been a blooming onion. Could be worse. I could have. But maybe not as tall, because what happened is they said, we'll be back in one hour to get you. Oh, no. And I, as I was standing on the highway waving to try to bark people in, I performed every show tune I knew to make those little brontosaurus arms move. Bronto tunes. Yes. And I watched the sun go down. Okay. They left me. Wow. Oh, Lord. In Branson, Missouri, huh? On the highway Nothing in a Brontosaurus in inflatable costume. Performing Broadway tunes. Um, it was so long, farewell, because that was all I had, was doing like those Sound of Music stuff. And I was only 18. I didn't really have a lot of material. Did you get like deep into the catalog? Like, Were you like into Assassins or anything like that? Or? No, I didn't know much. I was 18. <laughs> Um, it was like, you know, here's a story. Listen, everybody, I'm doing, I'm doing Sondheim now. Here <laughs> yeah, we go. No. I don't even know who that Company. was. Company, let's go. <laughs> no, I did. I knew Sondheim <laughs> just from Gypsy. That was it, which is not even real Sondheim. It's Sondheim yeah. light. So, uh, yeah, so I did that, and they came down and they got me. So, uh, I, after I unplugged my fan and collapsed this entire structure upon oh, myself so I could crawl out. Wow. Did you sing any Christmas Carol the Musical songs? Yeah. No, that was that was later. That was in '97 when we had to sit down in Anchorage, Alaska, and got food, food poisoning. But oh my, that's a good wow. banana road fire moment. Yeah, so, yeah. Because that's, oh, but it that's is bananas, a, and it's a fire. About bananas, uh, it's a, it is an El Nino, and bananas are growing in Central America much quicker and becoming larger. Oh, Ooh. okay. Large bananas. Extra on the dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> El Nino bananas. They pose an even greater threat now. Right, right. But there there could be a bumper crop of bananas next year. Bananas are farting all over the world as a result. So, no fart noise for that? I don't have a pull of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's texting. Um, So, moving on from that. Yeah, speaking of bananas and crazy, it's time for Christina's sexist casting call corner. Is it? Yes. Is it? She's allergic to bananas. Yeah. (laughs) So let's have a good one today. That made it sound like I was gay, but I'm only half gay, so (laughs) joke's on you. Um, Whatever. Bring the pain. Today I've got, they're very short and sweet, but it is a twofer. Okay. So you you get to decide. Awesome. Um, We'll do like like a quiz, like a BuzzFeed quiz style, like... Are you a Luna or a uh, Tasha? Because you get to method. you get to pick which one you are. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and you'll love the. You. They're so different. Is my favorite part. <laughs> There's real range here. Picking up your sarcasm. <laughs> Luna, female, twenty to thirty-five, okay. soul cycle instructor, impossibly toned, wow. gorgeous, intense. Impossibly toned. Impossibly toned. So that's Luna. That's your first choice. Um, or you could be a Tasha, which is completely different. Because uh, Tasha is female, 20 to 30. Five, five, <laughs> yeah. Soul cycle receptionist. Oh, no. Impossibly toned. Upbeat. 
someone's younger. You have to be impossibly toned yeah. to be the receptionist, too, is my favorite part of this. Toned looks like. it, you can't. It's impossible. Yeah, exactly. It's, Stop trying to figure it out. Don't. You can never get there. Don't ever try to figure it out, okay? I. Why do you have to be impossibly toned to be the soul cycle receptionist? Why do you have to be impossibly toned to be the instructor? But why do you have to be impossibly toned to be the receptionist? You don't, and that. that And also five years younger. No, you don't. Yeah. I went to uh, thirty or thirty-five. I went to God forbid this leadership class this week, and and I want us to do a whole thing around this someday, or maybe just my own personal podcast. But Mm. it was about freedom, intentional leadership, and freedom, and and freedom of diversity. And part of this is the freedom of diversity is one: you have the freedom to grow, Mm -hmm. you have the freedom to develop, you have the freedom to be average. And the freedom to tone. And the freedom to fail. And what bothers me about that receptionist having to be toned. Oh, no. She's not free just to be average to have a job? Yeah. I can't. It's stupid. It's unrealistic. It's completely stupid. So if she worked next door at the nail salon, she could be unimpossibly toned. So stupid. Also, you you don't have to be impossibly toned to be fit. To teach a fitness class, no, if she worked in like export paper, you can you enjoy know. exercise and have a million different body types. Yeah. So Thank please you. bounce the hell up out of here with this. Because Brian and I could do the exact same exercises and eat yep. the exact same foods, and he's still going to have a smaller waist than me. Yeah, Brian. What do you think of that? Supposedly. <laughs> He's like challenge accepted. He's just gonna balloon well, up. Say, <laughs> Let's see how fat I can get. I mean, yeah. I, I've met some people who they're the closest to impossibly I toned it. I could imagine, but they they're really they unhappy. Can't run, they couldn't jog a tenth of a mile. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, when I so, when I weighed 125 pounds a few years ago, I absolutely couldn't run a mile. I mean, so mm-hmm. I always I just wasn't eating. Well, yeah. So that was so neat. I always think of toned people. Every time I think of people who exercise and stuff, certain, you know, whatever way you do, I think of could they survive outrunning a zombie horde? <laughs> That's the twisted thought that pops in my head. And I'm not talking like Dawn of the Dead remake where they can run. I'm talking yep. like Walking Dead, Dawn so... of the Dead, where they're not that fast. They can get their blood up and start trotting at you, but they can't run. Sort of a little zombie land type. You know, my thing is, I used to compete in triathlons, and Mm -hmm. um, my last one was probably three, two years ago, and I got injured. But I would work out seven days a week. Yeah. Wow. Multiple hours on the weekends, Mm -hmm. and just to be a size eight. Yeah, that was that was always you know, me too. Got to work too hard to be a size yeah. eight. This is circling back to that cool story I, that I would like to tell, not on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. it's okay to be it's okay to be the best at the things you can be best at, mm-hmm. and it's okay to be average at those things that that you. Yeah, can do. like who cares? Yeah, Mando. Agrees. Life is too short for that crap. I can't. I completely agree. Theater so, is such an eating disorder landmine to like it just it, everything's a social media freaking trigger. Also, disorder. yeah, also that it is funny that you say it's okay to be average. It's okay to be average. Sure is. Speaking of average, let's move on to Brian's wild and zany dad jokes. <laughs> oh, got him! Firmly so, below average. Yeah, yeah. Yes, average is a compliment. So talking about cue <laughs> music. So. Brian's D plus dad jokes of the day. I'm ready. This is below average. So, ah. all right, bring it. What animal has the largest breasts? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I. These aren't riddles. They're just you listen. And I <laughs> let it soak over you. I don't know. I no. Don't know. <laughs> what animals have the largest breasts? Uh, I'm not participating. You in asked this. again. We still don't know. A zebra. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. That's good. That's good. That's clever. I, I think we're bleeding into sexist casting calls. Okay. That's clever. That's clever. They don't even make those. Let's yeah. clever. Our features have bled no, together jokes on you. Okay. <laughs> Next. Why so did, I would be an Abra. Why anyway. did the massage therapist get fired? I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't like There's it. There's so much of bra. this. There's so many places that. that we could go with this. But why mm-hmm. did the massage therapist get t- get fired? Yes. Don't know. 
He rubbed too many people the wrong way. God. Yes, that's a good. That's good. No. One more. One more. One more. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. What happens if you don't pay your exorcist? If you don't pay your exorcist, you get stuck with the demon in your body. You get repossessed. Ah! Okay. I like. I've heard that one. Okay. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> I liked that's that good. one. She liked that one. Finally, one Christina likes. <laughs> Don't get used to it. She said that one hit the level of average. Oh, it was fine. Quite fine. It overlapped into my interest areas. Like I think even Jimmy the Cock laughed. So, in that note, we'll uh, move on to closing rants. Don't you break him. By Jimmy the Cock. Sponsored by Jimmy the Cock. So, who's got a rant? I actually have one today. Okay. I'm excited. I'm going to start with one. Oh, boy. Oh, shoot. It's kind oh, of goes God. along with something you guys read into. So, yeah, I think your rant may be similar to mine, but go ahead. No, probably not, but we'll see. So here's a thing that's just a general life rant. Uh-oh. Uh, and, you know, I, for one, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I noticed in sports, but I thought about it, and it happens so often in life, too. And I'm talking careers, theater, yes, theater. Theater. Uh, movies all kinds of places in life is that in sports here's an example there is a coach i'll call him who was just recently fired as the defensive coordinator of the new york jets named greg williams if you don't know greg williams he has a very checkered history in the league he he served as a interim coach a head coach a defensive coordinator mostly and Mm -hmm. he was responsible for what was called bounty gate at one point, yes. Yeah. And Bounty Gate was essentially where he was paying players to go hit other players on the other teams, sack them, uh, hit them hard, knock them down, whatever. And he was suspended for a time for that. Uh, he was fired recently for uh, his team was 0-10 on their way to a winless 0-16 season, which has only happened two other times in league history. And on the last play of the game, his team has a four-point lead. All they have to do is not give up a touchdown. He calls an all-out blitz, and the other team scores a touchdown because nobody's back there to cover the receiver that's wide open. He got fired for that. So, okay, fair enough. I would have fired him before that. But this guy has worked for at least six, eight different teams in that job. So he's the definition, in my mind, of a retread. And I thought about in life, there are so many people, especially in the public eye, who are retreads, who you know have no talent or no place in what they do, but they continue to get hired. Hmm. Why? Why? There are so many actors in movies and in theater and musicians and artists and in business, yes, who are just retreads who have no talent discernible whatsoever but they continue to get hired why yeah why why do we continue to hire them the definition of insanity said so many times doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result when you hire this person what do you expect from them that they've seen the light i think everyone deserves second chances in limited cases they deserve third but not eighth chances so well, not if the, the, the leopard doesn't change his stripes, right? Well, yeah. and I knew that. I made that joke. I under, well, well, I understand I that. You I was know, hoping like, you didn't do that on purpose. Thanks, I did. Yeah. I mean, an, an example of the other side is, you know, Bill Belichick is known as one of the greatest coaches in NFL history yeah. because he has coached the Patriots to six titles, I believe. Not a Belichick fan over there? Well, whether you believe he is or not. I mean, it's easy to win him. He, he coached the Browns before he coached. He was the head coach of the Browns for a few years. And they were never great with him. He went to New England after he infamously was the coach of the Jets for a day and quit because he didn't want to coach the Jets. Um, Who does? Yeah, exactly. I would. Just for the money. I'd take the paycheck. But I mean, they'll fire me just like they'd fire the next guy. He he would probably not be classified as a retread because that was basically his second team. But had he jumped from team to team to team, he would be classified as a retread. There are so many coaches in sports who are retreads. 
I've seen so many people who are retreads and so many walks of life. When are when do people just say, you know what? I'm not hiring that person. They've done the same job four times and not been great at it. So just knock it off, people. And wear a mask in public. I just I just showed Christine all my pictures of, oh, I see. of me and Belichick. Oh Lord. Down on the Lord. Yes. On the floor of the Patriots game last year. Oh. Against the Giants. That's pretty funny. I got well, that was a real tough win. I got to wear um. their bands. <laughs> so. Bob Kraft will be wearing Wow. Wow. That was fun. Well, you got connections then. That's really funny. None of y'all can hear her. She's talking about pictures of rings and being on the floor. So. Yeah. All right. That's my no, rant. No, the, the reach Good job. thing, it's hard to understand because... I don't want to judge it because maybe, you know, there's an element of the what the Peter principle, right? Yes. You rise to the level of when your you get overpromoted. Yeah, and we make that mistake so so often in corporate America too, is we fast promote, fast promote, fast promote, and then all of a sudden you're with someone that you fast promoted that they haven't organically gotten a chance to grow and mature. And learn who they are. Or they're just not good at, yeah. they're good at doing the job. They're not but then good you're at stuck. leading the job. Right. Then you're stuck and you're like, oh gosh, yeah. this person can't do this. You've been promoted one level higher than your right. your skill is right. capable of. Right. Right. So it's, yeah, that's my, my take. And I, I will say, and hey, you, if those of you who have ever done a show with me or directed me or whatever, you could say that about me and that may be true. You could say, I'm a retread because I've been cast in enough shows in town. That It's like, why does this no, guy keep getting parts? That's wrong. But it's not, I'm saying it's an opinion. Whatever, that's fine. If I'm a retread to them, that's fine. Some people are not considered retreads. I see actors in this town. I see actors in movies. I see actors but in theater. But familiarity is a brand. I agree, and sometimes it's the devil you know. Right. But the, yeah. I, it's... I just do not understand why there's a loyalty to cat, you know, picking a retread, someone who it's like, I've seen them do this half a dozen times and they were meh, eh, in football parlance, they're 500, which I However, it was hosted by one Tina Fey, whose only connection to Broadway is... She wrote Mean Girls. She yeah. adapted Mean Girls. She adapted the book. I don't believe she adapted the score or wrote the score. What is your rant about this? So why, when there are so many talented actual Broadway actors and people, why are we giving a TV uh, person the hosting job for something called Broadway Cares? Because That's what we do. Because, Brian, people don't know. I have to ask you why you care. Who is the barker? Who is the the ringleader? If it me, if it if it justifies the ends, I don't see personally how having Tina Fey on a program called Broadway Cares is going to generate anything additional for Broadway. It's like it's like I putting. That. I get behind that. Uh, it's like putting a Hollywood star hosting the Tonys, <laughs> which. Well, I mean, done? that's what we'd be doing. They usually do that with crossovers, but... They... People that don't go see theater aren't going to go watch the Tonys unless... Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just not. Yeah. I mean, they'll watch the Oscars, but you know who watches that? Theater people. So why not... Yeah. So so what you're saying, I just want to repeat it back to you, is you're challenging the marketing behind it. You're challenging that the the, the person they chose is irrelevant because people that care about Broadway and care Mm -hmm. about live theater are going to show up and the people that don't aren't going to say, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, I'm Mm going to show up and donate. So you might as well have had a Sutton Foster or a Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster or Matthew Morrison would have been spared the, oh, the pain of being the Grinch live. Would have taken him away 
at least brother. it's not James freaking Corden. Uh, yeah. Hasn't because he hosted I, a Tony? I, will add to that. I would tell him to stay in his lane, but we don't know what his lane is. No, but you. So, I mean, so what you're saying, I, I can get behind let Neil that. Patrick you're Harris do it. the marketing. Yeah, you know. But I guarantee you that's, that those people sat around that table and said, who can we get? Who can we get? Who can we get? Oh, let's get Tina Fey. She'd be great. Tina Fey. Yes, yes, yes. They didn't think about. I think. The fact that no one might care who hosted that. Yeah. They thought, who is the person, the most famous we could, person we could find that is just a tiny bit attached to Broadway? I, I guarantee yeah. that's exactly what the thought process Lose was. Connection. Well, yeah. the six degrees of it's like, Broadway, right? Yeah. It's like we can, we can make the, Tina Fey, the writer of Mean Girls on Broadway. At least she's go. a delight and yeah. a good human. No, I mean, she's a good egg, right? Yeah. yeah, at least she's a good egg. There, there are some candidates that were maybe could have been and worse. And she's safe. She's yeah. safe. She hadn't offended anyone in the last twelve months. That is a good thought-provoking rant, though. I it love is that. interesting. I love yeah. that. It is, but mm-hmm. that's man. I feel like that's just that's a constant thing that happens with like theater-related events. Yeah. 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 That's um, why these freaking movie musicals are always so bad. Maybe you could the have been hosted by a musicals. puppet. Well, they want... They want Perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Puppet. You've like, you I mean, hit it right there. Like, so much better. God forbid we let theater people do theater yeah. things. Why would um, we do that? <laughs> what? You've trained forever to do this? Mm, what is I don't this, know. Let's get Jennifer Hudson. What is Hudson. theater magic you speak of? <laughs> or Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, oh, Pierce Brosnan. Can he it's open cool. with SOS? <laughs> um, my rant today. The Muley Cal version. I have a rant. Yeah, go ahead. Bring it. I'm sorry. It's just a warning. Oh, okay. A cautionary tale? Y'all, it doesn't matter. If you are a bad person, bad things happen to you. Kindness does prevail. Okay. And I know that's ambiguous, but I've seen it. It goes back to things that, like we talked about at the very beginning, where... Um, you know, you try to have during these times just the biggest heart you can and be as kind to human beings and the people that challenge you and how you are being kind and challenge you and how you're uh, demonstrating your heart are the ones that come back and don't have any and don't get that good love in return. So uh, for all those listening, live your truth and live your belief. Right. Eventually it pays off. I did tell someone this week that I was mentoring. I said, the good guys win. The good guys don't call, always come in the race first. But the good guys eventually do win. So and they can look at their mirror, the, themselves in the mirror. It's kind of like a karma too. thing. Yeah, but karma's overused. And, yeah. you know, I'm not from a karma culture, so hmm. I'm not going to misappropriate oh. it. You are from a karma chameleon culture, but I am. Boy George is my homeboy. That's your jam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so do you have a rant? No. Okay. She the has a show. I got it. Yeah. And um, ready to dress. She's about to go ready to rock and roll. Can't wait yeah. to see that. And it's been a gift for the kids that have been able to participate safely. And something that uh, has been a a beacon in a very dark world. So thank you. I'm glad for it for me too. So, yes, I'm glad we're able to put on programming. But to have the kids to be able to do it. And I I still, we said this during Annie Get Your Gun, which I don't think we were doing this pod yet. But it it was, I think it was a comment Lee shared with the three of us. Yeah. uh, With Annie Get Your Gun. It's I have not personally heard anyone in the local theater community say this, but I can totally hear it in my head. Adult actors taking the converse of this, watching these kids perform in masks and give it their all and push themselves to do as well as they can is inspiring. And I'm not easily inspired, frankly. Uh, I could totally hear adult actors saying, I'm not doing they're that. They're so resilient. I just kids can't don't give a crap. They're getting to they're getting to play. The kids because the kids are playing up there. Yeah. They're yeah. not taking themselves and it too seriously. Nah, it's what they love. It's great. And they're a delight. That I think that is a definitely a beacon. In and this even dark get your gun time. the minute 
What was her name, the lead? Oh, uh, oh Dylan. 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 Yeah. The minute she just started singing, doing what comes naturally, I was like, I don't even see the mask anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and who are you to have this spirit? None of them have let that hold them back no even care. a little bit. It's pretty amazing. No They're just happy to be doing I, it. I think I'm about it all all the time when I watch grown men and women like take their mask off to speak to someone a foot away. I'm like, or walk through children. the aisles of Kroger and have their cell phone on speaker, yeah. and then take the mask off. I'm like, it's no, like you're doing two annoying things. You <laughs> told me you wouldn't tell people about that. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Nobody's listening anyway. Don't worry. Sorry. You. Except your Hi, mom. mom. Yeah. Mom, she's doing bad. Hi, Robin's Smack mom. So. Okay, so uh, Leah's about to leave, so we're that means we're done. We're done. We're wrapped. Uh, I got to yeah. curl my hair. Leah's leaving. we yes. got to turn the lights yeah. out. It's we time. appreciate the one of you listening, Robin's mom. And yeah. uh, we will definitely have at least one pod next week. We might uh, try to get Auntie Kebber back on. Uh, because he really enjoyed being on like to the point of I've gotten at least half a dozen texts when am I coming on again it was a quality improvement too for us and he's good at keeping me in check too because Mm. he'll tell me he'll text me in the middle of it like he did in the last one and go yeah you're stepping over the line baby so (laughs) like nah I'm not I don't have I don't have a line right especially when you put the mic under your chin now that it really has COVID, and you muted it too as well, you're not supposed to touch. Nobody can hear you saying what you're saying right now. I turned it off on purpose and then wanted to hug it. <laughs> okay. So now it's off again. Good Robin's time. done, and we appreciate it. Thanks everybody. For Goodbye. Joining. And now hear the hear, hear the dulcet tones of some shitty flute on your way out. Love you. Not. <laughs> <laughs>